And I told him, I told him, like, yeah, I'm trying to catch wreck, but I'm also trying to, you know, get respect. Yo, you remember that dude with the big neck? Yeah. Well, which there were two. There was the white guy and the black guy. No, that that's the white guy was long neck. No, no, no. Like the white guy with the big neck. Remember when Taylor <laughs> sent me that text and she oh, said you true. and Scott? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I really like it when people just send me photos of like a white person and a black person. It's like, oh, it's you and Marcus. Yeah. I really did like that video I sent you of the white dude just dancing. Yeah, no, of course. Um, hey, Marcus, you like movies? Yes, I do. This is Zebras in America, episode 94. Uh, brought oh. to you not by Dunkin' Donuts. By Zevia Sodas. Brought to you and by Zevia Sodas. Oh, motherfucking oat milk. Dude, Oatly, we love your stuff, man. Just let us get some. Yeah. We just had some here. We also just had some Australian licorice. So shout out to Australian licorice. Oh, shout licorice. out to the, yeah. Yeah, no high fructose, low sugar, lowish sugar uh, licorice. Like, high fructose, more like bi fructose. Yeah. Speaking of which, I Hi, Collide! That's my favorite um, speaking of which, I just I just got my I just had an annual physical. Oh, it was like sure the first. Well. It was the first time my doctor was like happy. Nice. In a long time. Nice. But also maybe like some more some positive stuff has happened in his life. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, we should talk about movies. I guess. Yeah, we we we've seen a few. We've seen. We, I've seen four movies in my entire life. I've only seen one. Only see one. It's the Jim Jarmusch movie. I saw The Dead Don't Die. You saw The Dead Don't Die. I can quote it from start to finish. You're like, hey, the dead don't die. (laughs) That that's not far off from Adam Driver's performance in that movie. That was also delivery and all. You know me. I don't really watch. um, Hi, Doug. You know I don't really watch trailers, but. I watched a trailer to Rambo Last Blood. Right. And basically it was that song Old Country Road. Yeah. Slowed down. Yeah. And then and then Rambo goes, Hey, the dead don't die. <laughs> and that was basically it. He just walks off into the sunset. Walks off into the sunset. You think he's gonna die in that movie? Probably not. I feel like actors of those stature when you get to a certain point like there's this thing and it's true there's a million examples of actors of a certain age and a certain stature not wanting to die in movies like it'll be in their contract or it'll be in their thing like so little known fact when a movie between Harrison Ford and Nicholas Nicholas Winding Refn fell through they were still kind of cool with each other so Nicholas Winding Refn was like hey I got this movie Drive Uh, I think you'd be good for this part and then he, it was Brian Cranston's part. <clears throat> and then Harrison Ford was like, I, die, I don't want to die. And then Nicholas Refn was like, well, I, I, okay, well, the character dies. And then, you know, we got Brian Cranston insta- instead. But, yeah, um, but he, he died in Star Wars. That's, that's, a, that's a whole different... He wanted to die in Star Wars because he was like, literally... It's like that William Shatner scene. In, right. In, but it's not a joke. He's like pretty open-ish about it. He was like, I'll do this movie... But I'm just, I'm done. I don't want to come back. And that's why he died in that movie. Oh. You know, I watched, I watched Solo recently. Mm-hmm. Did you see Solo? No. 
It's funny because like everyone was like, yo, we just want like a white Star Wars. And then they made like a white dude Star Wars and no one watched it. Yeah. Case in point, me. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing about it is like the movie would be dope if it weren't for Han Solo. Like all I the can other, see that. I, all the I, other I char- that, all the other characters were so much more interesting. It's cool cat. I mean, I know. Uh, I mean, it's that's, it's weird how when you can't see a movie, but you know everyone in it, like Woody Harrelson, Thandie Newton, uh, Donald Glover, <coughs> Beef, um, Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. It's like all these cool people. No, yeah. it's, it's so the characters were really cool. Um, yeah. and I I think they'll probably make a sequel because the world they created was cool. I thought it was considered a failure. I don't know. No, I, I mean, used that's to be the... considered a failure, but I, you know, I changed. Well, you know what? They're making another Suicide Squad movie, so you can you can suck. Is, and still is be. James Gunn still directing it? Because I know he's back on. Yeah, I'm not clear about of that. The Galaxy. I, I I don't know. Which is the right thing? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Oh, did you saw Brightburn? No, I didn't. Okay, so we're let's talk about Brightburn when we watch it. Okay. Because I'm gonna watch it. Um, I think that's what I'm going to see tomorrow when I got some free time. I think I'm going to see. I think. I think. Hope probably by the time we shoot our next episode, I'll try to have watched Ma and Brightburn. I will um, definitely have seen both of those. And oh, me and uh, me and my lady probably at some point this weekend we're, we're going to see what's it called? Um, Booksmart. Also. Okay, I saw John Wick three. What's the uh, what's the consensus on that? Because you know, when you get past this, when I get past the smoke and mirrors, like because the people who love that franchise and love that movie, they're the loudest. But when I just get, I kind of peek past the curtain, I'm hearing otherwise. See, I felt bad because I, 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 so I didn't like it really at all, mm-hmm. and I read, I read Vern's review, and I felt bad yeah, that because he because really he, he really loved it, and I do I do love Vern, but the thing is like I'm not. I don't stand stand people like I'm not going to change my view on the movie just because someone I respect liked it. Yeah. Um, John Wick one had no business being as good as it was. Absolutely. John Wick two was good. Mm-hmm. John Wick three just it was too much. Is sort sort of like, and it had a lot of good things. Um, Marco De Castos. Yeah. In possibly his best role to date. Wow. Okay. I mean, Only the Strong oh, is a great movie. Oh, yeah. The Crow TV show is okay. Um, I never watched that. Oh. Crying Freeman. Crying Freeman. He was, uh, he was, he was wonderful as the host of Iron Chef. Oh, right. And uh, what was it? Lo- the Wolf? Oh, Brotherhood of the Brotherhood Wolf. Of oh, the shit. He was, he was the adopted brother. He was the Native uh, American. Oh, yeah. shit. That's right. Duh. Brotherhood of the fucking yeah, yeah. Wolf. So... He almost stole the show of John Wick 3. Good. Yeah. I, that, that, that's what I he wanted. He plays the bad guy, and he kills it. Mm-hmm. However, it's just, it's just sort of like sensory overload. Like, it's just nonstop, and it keeps going, and it just goes bigger and bigger. And so, you know, you know how, like, when you go... When things are just you, you scale up too high, it just gets too much. Yeah. And, you know. So and I felt it was also like a backdoor pilot to a spinoff movie with Haley Berry's character. 
Awesome. Oh, it was <clears throat> this new podcast I'm addicted to, In God Free We Trust. He said the same thing. He was like, it sets up like a Halle Berry spinoff movie from John Wick 3. So it sets folks up, are saying this. It sets up a few... It hmm. sets up a few... Um, uh, stand standoff spinoff movies spin-off. yeah like I'm interested in the whole world obviously they made that fake hotel movie with Jodie Foster last yeah. year which yeah. wasn't about the hotel yeah I know I thought it was like I, I just assumed and then yeah, yeah but the world is mad cool and they they did really good job of building the world mm-hmm. in this one it, Angelica Houston was in it right um they did some really cool things. It was just like so nonstop with the action that it was kind of too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Haley Berry and her and her her dick biting dogs mm-hmm. are is amazing. Nice. Um, and the funny thing is like whenever I talk to people who are like, oh, explain to me John Wick. He's like, oh, well, this dude. He he's like he's an assassin. He was like the best assassin ever. He always wears a suit, and he leaves the business because he falls in love, and then his wife dies, and to help him deal with the mourning, she gets him a dog, and these people kill his dog, and he then he kills them all. Yeah. And someone's like, and everyone's like, oh, I feel that. Yeah, the makers of the movie knew what they were doing. Yeah, because if you, if, you if you ever had a dog, you know, you just get it. Sure. I think a pet. Sure. Because I've been a cat parent yeah. for over six years. Um, I, m- yeah. I remember when Jay-Z said, you know, if you kill my dog, I'm going to kill your cat. And I felt that. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. So, yeah, John Wick 3 was, was cool. It's just, it's just, after seeing movies like The Raid and The Night Comes For Us and, like, seeing what you can do with ultraviolence, mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like... Whatever. This, is it desensitized? Is that the right word? Yeah. I just think... I think... I mean, we're probably going to talk about the Avengers. Right? Sure. I, yeah. think, I, think, I think sometimes the issue is scaling. Yeah. Like, the Marvel Universe would have to, like, sort of do sort of what it did to, to get back. Because when you just keep on building and building and building, it's like, what can you do now? Yeah. What they're doing... In the, <clears throat> I mean, I know you don't watch trailers, but, like... The new Spider-Man movie is just a solo Spider-Man movie and everything. You know, so I think they're going to... Plus, I mean, do we say spoiler? I mean, certain folks have now passed of the Avengers. So well, we already know we're not going back to, to them. No, no, but but let's let's wait. Let, let me just finish my thought before we go to mm-hmm. Endgame. What are, well, unless you want to go to... Um, uh, if you want to talk about Dead Don't Die... Oh, sure, yeah, you know... But first, let me say... Oh, sure. The thing about these movies is that you can only do so much. It's like... Like... The the Daredevil show... Was essentially... Like, after it did its first fight that was super reminiscent of the raid... Or or Old Boy. Or Old Boy. It's like, what else are you going to do? Just that over and over again? The answer for them was yes... I just think we have to see more. Um, there, the way it was set up, there is definitely going to be a John Wick four. Okay. Sorry, it's just true, and I'm in. I am interested in seeing where it come, where it goes. Right. I still think the franchise is a great franchise, and I want more. 
I want there to be hard R action franchises. Absolutely. And you know, so I hope I hope they keep on going. <clears throat> and that's that's my take. And yeah, and, I, 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 I and everyone jump. should see the night comes for us. I wanted to jump in going, to, <clears throat> still speaking on John Wick 3, um, everything you're saying sounds similar to, and this would be a kind of cool transition, uh, our buddy, John Cross, uh, wrote a really cool, and he's someone who loves the film series Trancers. Trancers, just those kinds of, he loves action movies of all, of all scales, the low budget, medium budget, big budget. John Cross is definitely like your action movie guy. And he wrote a really great kind of touching piece on his site like at Scott Scott Movie Atkins? Diner. Are you kidding? He loves Scott Atkins. Okay, I'm just making oh, sure. I didn't Because we've been on the same trip. I, I'm surprised he didn't talk about... Um, no, John Crosser loves... But what I'm saying is he, he wrote a piece kind of saying what you're saying, how it's like too much of a good thing is kind of not always good. And he used John Wick, the John Wick series, as that, where he's just like not hating on John Wick 3, but it's almost... It's just like too many Big Macs yeah. Kind of, which that's a double transition because thanks to my friend John Wick, of the, John Cross of the After Movie Diner, he got me into a screening of the we Dead Don't Die. We have to have him on the show sometime. Yeah, we, we talked about that okay, when I, we were at the screening. <clears throat> and um, I'd love to talk about transfers. He would love to talk about transfers. Oh, I know. But this movie, the zombie, Jim Jarmusch's zombie movie, The, the Dead, Dead Don't, Don't Die, Die, is also kind of like uh, what I wrote. I, I wrote a, I haven't been writing, writing. I, I do weekly posts on my site all the time, but it's just always comparisons now or just a posting of this podcast. But um, the uh, Scott just showed me a, a weird picture. The Dead Don't Die, I called uh, Art House Fast Food um, because it's like, just... I was about to say something, but then I realized we'd have to erase it. So Oh, then don't. It's just like... I, I So... After Patterson, I was really happy because I love Patterson. Um, that so like Patterson was so good, and you know, only that was left alive was fine. That was before Le- limits, Patterson, yeah, wasn't it? I'm going backwards, and Limits of Control was eh. so it had been a while since he'd done anything like great, great. And Patterson was the closest, and to this day, to my opinion, Patterson is the closest thing he's done to great. Since either Broken Flowers or Ghost Dog. I mean, I think I think Patterson might be great. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not even going to argue that. I, just, I think it's a very good movie. The thing about... And the movie... So, The Dead Don't Die does not come out yet for another few weeks. So, I'm not going to give a spoiler of any kind. But it's but like a zombie movie. It's a it? zombie movie. But the ending is really... Like, it's just... Uh, damn. I almost, I almost messed up there. It's just like I, I thought the ending was lazy, and I and and the biggest thing this is also uh, th- this is like a true critique in that it it's like I'm fine with it, but it could also be picked at is that the cast is hu- it's like so many people are in this movie, mm. and I think he did that <clears throat> this whole like like again like I say in my review it's this whole like. He stacked the deck. It's like the Golden State Warriors, the Yankees, a West, a recent Wes Anderson movie. He put um, so many people in this movie to the point where it's just kind of like, it's like smoke and mirrors where it's like, oh my gosh, it's the RZA and Selena Gomez and Iggy Pop and Tom Waits and Bill Murray and Adam Driver and Chloe Sevigny. They're all in the same movie hanging out. And like, I think people fall for that a lot. They're just like, oh, because you see that on social media. 
such and such is in a movie. Oh, I am here for it. It's like they already like it. And yeah. that's fine. And, and, you know, it's better than like, oh, so-and-so's going to be in a movie. Well, I already hate it. Like, you can't do that. Well, I remember... But don't stand a movie before it comes out. But here's yeah. the thing. Like, if you think of, like, the Traveling Wilburys, right? That was Roy Orbison, George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, I think. Oh, I didn't... I mean, that's... This is not my... This isn't my brand, so I, I wouldn't know. But I didn't know... What, they were a super group? They were super... They were, yeah, they were... They oh, were, I didn't know that. I think there's... I think the term is called super group, you know? Yeah. And let me just double check. I believe that was the, the lineup. And, you know, they weren't better than the sum of their parts. Mm. You know, Crosby, yeah. Stills, Nash, and Young are not, you know, so I remember when I was a kid, you know, I found, um, yeah, Tom Petty, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan. Wow. Some other people. And I remember when I was a kid, I was at Tower Records. Do you remember Tower Records? Of course I do. It was always in, whenever we come to this, um, New York City to visit my grandma, it was always an event to go to the Tower Records. I'm talking, this is in the 90s, all throughout the 90s. Can I get a little juice? Yeah, of course. All right. Um, and you, you, they would have like, I mean, you're a music head, so you know what the best part was was you know was the imports and the imports and like the weird stuff because mm-hmm. you'd always get maybe like a strange b-side or an extra song yeah um you know what was that beck prince album oh i don't even know he made an album where he was like trying to be prince oh i thought you said it like oh like they did an album together no oh that's midnight oh. midnight vultures i believe oh okay oh, oh that's what I oh okay no, um, I don't remember why I said that. Oh, because I remember the the European version, which had one extra song. Yeah. That extra song is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I found this, this, trust me, I'm going somewhere. And I remember finding in the import section, this CD where it was like, Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited because yeah. it's like, you know, eventually you realize that the doors are overrated, but at a certain point, and Jimi Hendrix is not overrated. No. Uh, I'm sure there's people, everyone, I mean, listen, I just, I just, and a rapper that I love and respect, Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, was recently tweeting about how Only Built for Cuban Links was overrated. I just, I, I got hooked on, um, so Zil, Zil Araka, Curly Castro, and Alaska of Hangar 18 have a podcast together. And Alaska does not like liquid swords, so my mind is 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 being blown all the time at at, at stuff like that. But those anyway, are but those ahead. are two different statements. Like, um, I'm not gonna say no. The, no, but they said oh, overrated. The, uh, no, well, well, I'm so I'm not gonna say the albums that I don't like, mm-hmm. but the albums that I don't like that I don't think are overrated. So yeah. you could not yeah. like Liquid Swords and not think it's overrated. Saying only Bill for Cuban Links is overrated is a bold statement. I think it's fine. I think Jimi Hendrix is underrated. Mm. Any, oh, yeah, right. Any, sure. Anyways, yeah. I mean, that I, to make that amount of incredible material for in the four years you were making material, yeah. 
is quite impressive. Yeah, you bring up a good point. So I even I still to this day I'm 37 years old. And I still forget like he was only making music for so long. Right, like he was. I, I do mean, forget about that. Like he was playing guitar in in backing bands and yeah. stuff. Yeah. For years, I'm. I promise, guys, I'm going to get to the point. Um, and you could sort of tell when you're like, oh, this is Jimmy. You're like, oh, because there, there's this really great record by Numero Group called Purple Snow, mm-hmm. forecasting the Minneapolis uh, R&B scene. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these bands before Prince mm-hmm. that are doing that Minneapolis sound right. that Prince would get famous for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those songs, a lot of those bands, um, Prince is playing guitar on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh yeah, totally. Right. Have you heard that record? Midnight Snow? No. Dude. No. Purple Snow, excuse me. Purple Snow. It's so good. You know the Numero group? No. Dude. Yeah. Dude. They're just like... They take... Remember Ryko? Yes. They do... They take Ryko and take it to a whole other level. Like their... Their ability to find and compile old records of different genres mm-hmm. is second to none. Oh. Um, so, you know, remember... Check out Purple Snow. Okay. <clears throat> but also, so Prince did a song with Miles Davis, and you're like, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever, and it's mm-hmm. just okay. Yeah. The, the point yeah. I'm trying to make, which is, which is super long-winded, no. so the album of Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison's, they're just drunk and yelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so sometimes it's better to just like have a solid team than just, just see what happens if you just throw everything together. Yeah, you're kind of blowing my mind right now because I remember <clears throat> being how everything you're saying is going to turn into a music podcast now. It's how I feel about, it's how I felt about Slaughterhouse. In that, oh, these four really dope rappers, but every album, it's like, oh, it's cool. They're doing the rapidly rap stuff. But my big issue with that album, with all of their projects are. Well, I don't think their second album ever came out. Well, they had. I'm sorry. Well, they have two. They they had one official album and two official EPs. So it's like three projects. Right. But, but they my, they had another album. Yeah, that they Eminem shelled. Yeah. But my my thing is though the thing is you have four rappers, and they are different, and then they're under the umbrella of like every song has a different producer. That's way that's so schizophrenic. Yeah. But there are these like lyrical purists who still are just like you know. He's, it's like this is one of the great some of the greatest supergroups are underrated it's like I don't think it's underrated it's just like it's just fine at best same with like that Dell Tame One album I mean anyone who knows me half well that's like something that would I don't want to say what I want to say but that would get me very excited hearing Del, about it Dell and Tame One made an album? yeah Parallel Thought 2009 but and you, I the, remember Slow sim, sl- Suicide yeah. Stimulus the, the the face the face you just made like uh, okay is kind of how that album sounds like uh, oh all right yeah tame one he did he make it he made an album with with cage yes oh definitely leaf brothers the leaf brothers yeah that was years before yeah kind of thought but yeah what was camuteo's group oh was oh weatherman no with metro oh sa smash yeah yeah sa smash we well, got me confused because they because just Camus and Cage were a group also. Yeah, but did they ever come out with a record? No, they no, no they, but they, they were working they, on they, it. They did not. It was recently Camus' uh, birthday. Yeah, rest in peace, Camuteo. 
one one of the most talented people that didn't get a chance to truly show the world how talented he was. I agree. I definitely agree. Because he, I mean, he 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 set the tone for so many other artists. Yeah. And and he was just he was just hitting the surface when he passed away. And he's someone I think of when I think Def Jooks. He's kind of the first person I think of. Not just because of his music, because just him, what he embodied, everything around him. Yeah. And he grew, like he changed. Like his first records were about like just like like him and the Megahertz people. Yeah. Were just their whole thing was just like, rap, sort of rapidly rapping. Yeah. And, and then he grew and got super weird and, yeah. You know, um. But back to Jesus. Back to the dead don't die. Um, which is fine. I like. No, I want to say one more thing oh, about, oh, oh, about yeah, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, of course. I always w- was interested in the concept, but but like I, of those four, only Royce and Crooked Eye have made albums that I can listen to from beginning to end. Really, not 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 Joel Ortiz. I think I'm not saying I any of them are bad rappers. No, that, that would that would be naive and I'm just, talking about and just silly. No, I know exactly what you like, mean. Royce's success is certain, and his and his end prime are very good. The first prime, yeah. That second prime album was almost what we're talking about—just too much, and it was eh, it was okay. Yeah, sometimes shit goes so crazy. I think the first prime should have been like some Operation IV shit. Just like one album, don't do any excuse me anything ever again. I love in the film Scratch they reference Operation Billy Iron. Jam, who I know personally just from my DJ. I know Billy Jam. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, Operation Ivy. I recently revisited their al- that album to be like, is it still is it mm-hmm. as good as I remember it? Because mm-hmm. a lot of things you revisit are not as good. Sometimes they're better, but usually they're not as good. I really like Operation Ivy, dude. I, I didn't know... So in high school, I didn't know what the fuck that was. But all the skater kids had Operation Ivy shirts, that famous of, like, the ska yeah, guy yeah. in black. And all the skater kids listened to hip-hop. So I thought Operation Ivy was some underground rap shit. Wow. So I bought it, and, like, the first note, uh, like, whoa, what the fuck is this? No disrespect, it's, that's just not my kind of music. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> no, I like Operation Ivy... But yeah, the the, Me and the Marky Mark guy. Oh, uh, what are you talking about? Huh? Oh no, I uh, for you listeners, I, I texted Scott this random ass memory I had when I was um, eleven or twelve. Whenever the second Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album came out with the sing, you know the song "You Gotta Believe." Yeah. What do you think the other members of the Funky Bunch are up to? One of them's a successful real estate guy. Like no no joke. I don't know about the other guys. I know L.A. La La the Dark Man was was managing T.I. for a little while. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say La the Dark Man was one of the was one of the funky bunch. No, I was just thinking about La the Dark Man for yeah. a second. I think about uh-huh. La the Dark Man way more than you think. So yeah, you're 11 and you went to I Harlem. Don't. Oh yeah, we were visiting family in Harlem, and some of you also East Coasters may not know, but a big especially Harlem specifically. Was about the bootleg tapes. Oh yeah, movies like people would you know the camcorder in the theater and yeah. So anyway, this thugged out dude. He was like my size, but kind of like jacked, and he had this like <clears throat> blue bandana on. He just his knuckles 
looked like he had won more fights than he had lost. He just he was a very tough, intimidating guy. And he went up to one of the bootlegger tables and extra hard. He was like, yo, you got that new Marky Mark joint, yo? And as soon as he said it, the whole block, like every because this was Saturday, 125th Street in Harlem. It was crowded. So everybody heard him. They were like, what? Ah! And they all started laughing and clowning him like, you listen to Marky Mark. Ah! And then instead of like beating up the entire block, which he looked like he could have, he just kind of slumped his head down and it was just like, oh, all right, yo. And he just walked away and then he stopped, looked back real quick at everybody still laughing at him. And he just kept walking on. And this was, you know, 26 years ago. And it's still kind of ingrained in 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 my head, but uh, yeah, that's that's it's, so it's, weird. Yeah, I, yeah. The, that that same day, actually, we were walking down the street, and this guy, I remember this this I swear to God, this happened. This guy who looked kind of like and dressed like Shabba Ranks walked past me, and this little little girl who looked like she was four or five ran up and pointed like, "Oh, look, Shabba Ranks!" And then the whole block started laughing again. Harlem is very famous for clowning and making fun of people so dude they really they really really um it they've been joking for a long time which which is funny to think about i mean he definitely blacked out on people and disrespected people but like a third of dame dash's reputation of people not liking him is literally just him clowning people yeah yeah so i don't even know if law the dark man actually is T.I.'s manager, but I don't know why. No, I think he is. Fun, do you remember the the rap group Self Scientific? Of course. Do you know the, the rapper Chase Infinite on there is ASAP Rocky's manager? No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Because that's because... Uh, the the producer is is what's his name? DJ Khalil. Khalil, yes. Who did yeah. some work? Who did some work on Aftermath? He was in house producer yeah. for a while. Yeah, he's a West Coast guy. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. self scientific. Damn, you're taking me back to like sophomore, junior year of college. Do you remember? That was a good album. Their 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 first album that was a good it was, album. It was good. Do you remember the song they did with E Rule and Socrates? No, dude, it's a good song. I mean, it's the, the it minute you said E Rule, I'm sold. Yo, dude, it's so good. I, I'll, I, I'll never, I'll always remember Socrates had a line. He said, America got to learn. Smack me on the wrist and hand me back with the germ that infects the intellect of unborn sperm. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Remember, did you not know e was from Los Angeles? I did remember that. I know he did some music with the Nance, I believe. Rest in peace. My thing, he was just so was, fucking East Coast. And he was 5%, which was not really a West Coast thing. But that's what you like about like, Planet Asia. He's 5% yeah. as well. But Planet Asia, in his tone, he still has that, like, okay, you sound like California country. Like, you still have that, like, twang in your voice. Mm-hmm. He rules sound like he was from Brooklyn. Maybe he spent yeah. summers there. Yeah. But, sorry, listeners. We just went off on a, on a tangent. But the, but the Dead Don't Die is kind of lukewarm. It's one of those things where, like... People easily like it, but I feel like 
Yeah, but the I just ride want... home or the train ride home, they're gonna be like, oh, maybe that wasn't as good as I thought it was. But go, go ahead. Yeah, but I mean that's sometimes how I feel with life. Maybe it's not as good as I thought. It was. You know, fans of ours like you know Jake Lemberg or John Arminio, film baby film, Pure Cinema Pod, Jacob Rivera, yeah. people we love very much. Yes, some of them they like that we don't always just talk straight about rap. You mean movies? Yeah, movies. Yeah, that we talk about rap. So did you? Someone made us a Spotify playlist. Yeah, man, that guy is, yeah, that guy's the man. What, oh, man, no, we're not gonna... No, I'll figure it out. Yeah, 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 we'll do it before that episode's over, yeah. Yeah, so, no, talk more about uh, Dead Can't Dance. Yeah, or die. Um, or die. It's, uh, so the one cool thing is, anyone who knows me, especially maybe through my site, I'm very director-oriented, and the movie... If you know me, you know like, I like jelly beans. I never like jelly beans. It's a, um, it's like a high school family reunion of a movie because every cast member in it, it, like you can pinpoint there's like day one Jim Jarmusch people there's like golden era there's like new age there's like people from every era from 1980 up, up until now so we're talking almost four T- decades TJ Mackey TJ yeah. Mackey right thank you TJ Mackey yeah that was yeah that was awesome yeah oh we also yeah because on Twitter uh, he was asking us like our, our you know listing some of our fav- favorite um Music folks, I don't remember if it was like rap specific, I think it was rap specific, and we were both mentioned Sean Price, and today is the 15th anniversary of Monkey Bars, um, so that's pretty awesome too, I, I definitely had to throw that in there, but um, yeah, that's a good album, yeah, yeah, Boom Bae is the song I bench pressed to, oh, shout out to Bill Tech, because I put Bill Tech onto that song or that album, and he'll screenshot me sometimes, actually, uh, our friend Rob Cotto was in Miami a few weeks ago, and he was with Bill Tech, and they sent me a video of them in his car listening to Boom Bae. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I lost weight running to Onion Head. Nice. I, I listened to a lot of Sean Price to run and get, get inspired. Yeah. You know, it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that reminds me of that video I sent you of Michael J. White. Showing Kimbo Slice how to punch yeah. nice, yeah, made me so happy because they yeah. both had no egos about it. It was just like, oh, word, word, word. <clears throat> yeah. Michael J. White is great. He is. I um. Damn, that's, so about uh, you know it's it's interesting when you talk about the whole no ego thing because Kimbo Slice was a guy who I remember rest in peace. I remember feeling kind of bad for him because that's talk about something that got lost in translation because. True on paper, whatever. Yeah, maybe he fought bums. But I remember when he broke out of the whole, like, back alley online fighting scene. And he got all this, like, notoriety. He had his, like, 15 minutes of fame. And all the MMA fighters started talking shit about him. And like anyone, he started talking shit back. But for some reason, that's where it started. So people didn't pay attention that he never started it. That, like, Chuck Liddell, Ken Shamrock, all these guys hated on him first. Then he responded like any person would, and then people were just like, "Oh, Kimbo Slice, how dare you talk shit?" Didn't he it's beat like, well, Ken then, you Shamrock know. before he died? Did he what? Didn't he beat Ken Shamrock no, like a week before he, he died? He definitely did not. They fought on the same card. No, he definitely did not fight Are you Ken. Sure? Sham- I'm, I'm, I watched it at uh, James's place. He okay. did not. He, he, he fought Dada whatever, um, Dada five hundred, five thousand. On, on that Del, same, Dell Del made an album with Tame One. Yeah, parallel thought. Yeah. Weird. I'll, I'll, uh, I felt bad. I'll send it to you. I felt bad. 
I did that with a friend, friend and former guest of the show, talented filmmaker Shaka King. I didn't. I was like, yeah, I'll send you this person's. Oh shit, sorry. That's your friend. Sorry. It was, a, it was an awkward moment, but yeah. No, Ken Shamrock did fight Kimbo Slice. When? Right before Kimbo Slice died, 2015. Oh. Okay. I'm not sure who won. I would imagine Ken Shamrock won. I mean, Ken Shamrock, what, like, he used to, like, legitimately body slam people and kill and beat them. Yeah. Not in wrestling, though he did wrestle. Yeah. Okay, so tell me more about Dead Can't Die. Here's the thing. There's not... <coughs> well, I guess I... I, I his dead... The, the deadpan... That classic Jarmish deadpan style of acting was there. Bill Murray... Like, there are some laugh-out-loud moments. Yo, Kimbo moments, Slice but, knocked but, out Ken Shamrock. I'm... Wow, okay. I'm just having a brain... Fire. I, I, I don't remember any of that. Wow. Though people say the fix might have been in. Oh, you're jogging my mem- you're jogging my memory now. Okay. But that's like people who watch that that Mayweather fight against the kickboxer. Oh game. yeah, yeah. I actually saw that. That that looked that was. That Do you think funny the style. fix was in? Possibly, but why? I don't understand why the fix would be in, outside of you know the obvious money. But yeah. Yeah, um, I don't. I just feel like obviously Mayweather can beat most people in boxing. Sure. Like, if people think that McGregor was really winning those early rounds, they're bugging. That's another fight I saw in that. Like, it made it to, like, you know, set round seven or eight. May- Mayweather was giving people their he, money's worth. And not yet. He was, like, laughing. Like, you know, and look, when you are a professional boxer, you're conditioned. But still, you're still tired and winded. Like, we both have probably been... Tired to the point where you can't do anything. So the mm-hmm. fact you're, you're in round seven, kind of laughing and, and shit, it's like, you know, yeah. So. But going back to the dead, don't die. See yeah. it, it's fine. I don't have a whole lot more to say about it, and it's a little disappointing because I thought, again, I'll repeat myself. After Patterson, I thought we were going to like, we're slowly getting back to like, cla- air quote, classic Jim Jarmish, but. I don't know. He. I feel weird saying, oh, he did it for a paycheck, but how much could he have possibly gotten paid for doing this movie? So, I I, I don't know. This movie's not going to make, like, a ton of money. Was so. it through Amazon? No, Focus Features. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, did, did you watch this movie I told you to see, uh, Soap or Die? I, I watched parts of it, but I was at work. So, what... Do you, I did watch chunks do you, of it. Do you remember oh, Soap Shoes? No, that that's why this whole thing is like no, I I literally don't. Okay, so in the nineties, they made these shoes called soaps, which were shoes with grind plates, mm-hmm. so you could like freestyle walk. See that? Or, I remember freestyle walking. Freestyle walking came from like, it's like America's parkour, right? But we just never really. It was more like yeah, Americans are goofy doing it. Yeah, so we didn't really do it. it wasn't there was no like District B thirteen. I mean, there was the remake, uh, Brick Mansions. Yeah, with Brick Towers. Brick, no, I think it was Brick, it's Brick Mansions, bro. Oh, you're talking about with RZA and Paul yeah. Walker? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, RZA's, like, chopping jalapenos. He's like, look, Paul Walker, I just want you to know, you know what, you know what you really got? 
Book Mansions. <laughs> My favorite line from the movie. Which is also in the Dead Don't Die. Yeah, I mean, him and him and Jarmusch are friends. Yeah. Uh, little known fact: uh, he appeared briefly in the film Ghost Dog. Yeah, I don't think most people know that. <laughs> yeah. You sound like a you you sound like a Twitter, uh, film Twitter article. Ten movies you probably haven't seen. Number one, Ghost Dog. Or like ten, mo- ten movies that exist. One, that, Ghost Dog. That's where we're headed. I mean... That's seriously where we're headed. I'm not trying to throw shade on Complex because I think they're a great, a great outfit. But sometimes I would throw jokes at my friends who is friends with people there. And I was like, dude, what's next? 35 best uses of the, of the letter H on... Only built for Cuban links. No, I, yeah. Like some of the articles, though, um, ASAP Yams, rest in peace, he wrote an article for Complex for like 35 underground rap records you should know about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. his taste was very eclectic. Yeah, he, um, <clears throat> just before his very untimely passing, he also didn't, outside of just the ASAP crew, like sleep, he, he, sleep he managed to. He managed, uh, um, what's his name? Euro Drew. Things. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm sorry, what, what were you about to say? Oh, so, yeah, so, soap shoes. Which sounds like, so I, that, by like, given the town I grew up, I'm just, it feels like something that I was supposed to know about, but didn't. Yeah. Soap it, shoes sounds like a total like Amherst pre- It's like the predecessor to Heelys. Oh, those are the Roly shoes? Yeah. Okay. I know what those are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this guy who was the best soaper, right. they, they made a documentary about him a couple of years ago called mm-hmm. Soper Diets on YouTube. It's 24 yeah. minutes long. Right. And I was, I, I just like couldn't understand. I was like, I couldn't tell whether it's real or not. Right. What's so funny? <laughs> I was just like, what? This is, Yeah. It's very like introspective, and they're like interviewing him. It's yeah, like, is this <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, and but that's what I like. I mean, I'm laughing, so it's like, and he'll I just got be joy like, from it. He'll be like at the grocery store, and then <laughs> yeah. he'll just grind the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. And then I sent that movie to Carlo. What's up, Carlo? And he was like, I double double featured that with Zabriskie Point by Antonioni. So I. I'm in the middle of watching Zabriskie Point, so I'll have, I'll have more to say about that next week. Ooh, yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah, we, we could talk about that on another episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm halfway through. Because cool. um, I was watching it on the train, and then I ran into you on the train. Yeah, you did. I texted you. I sent you a text, and then you were on the other end of the train car. Yeah, I was about to take a picture of you and send it to you. I figured, yeah. It was like that scene from Ghost. Yeah. When he sees the other ghost. Ghost dog. And he's like, hey, what's up, ghost dog? Nothing much. Yeah. This is my other favorite scene from ghost dog. (laughs) Um, You ever seen Let the Fire Burn? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Documentary about about, uh, the The move 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 group when when the Philadelphia police uh, dropped a bomb on a house with children in it. No... It's not a house. It was a neighborhood. It no, was blocks. Well, no, so they destroyed the entire neighborhood. Yeah. But they dropped a bomb on a house yeah, which, sure, created, fair enough, fair which created okay. a fire yeah, yeah. which destroyed an entire neighborhood. This was in the 80s. In also. the 80s. Not that it would have been cool ever, 
But well, because I said in, in, in the early 1900s, you could almost yeah, I could see America doing that. But in the goddamn no, they 1980s, did in the early like, 1900s. There was there were two instances of no, I know they did. No, I'm saying no. It doesn't neighborhoods surprise Neighborhoods that were known as Black Wall Streets that were just destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, I'm saying it doesn't surprise me. But in 1980s, it's like not that racism is then or will ever be eradicated. But it's like shit. But um, have you seen the documentary just called Move? No. It was made in the mid-90s. It was a PBS do- documentary. It has one of the greatest openings of a, do- of a do- documentary. It's one of the... Um, <clears throat> one of the head members of the move... It's just like in the middle. He's just like having this rally. And this like interviewer's asking him. And he's just like, I ain't telling you shit. And then like the credit titles just roll. It's, re- it's, it's a really, really great... It's just, it's just called Move. It's actually on... It's like 60 minutes. It's, it's on YouTube in like, you know, five, six parts. Um, okay. Watch. It, it's really good. It's just called Move. Yeah, made for PBS. And I was just like totally blown away. That was a I didn't even mean for that unfortunate pun by that movie. Um, Because like I know I say I don't like documentaries, and I was actually explaining to Carl today. It's not. It's not so much that I don't like documentaries. It's just that I don't like it that a lot of documentaries rely on the story, not on the skill of filmmaking. So I like anything that's a good movie. Just what the hell was in that coffee? What do you mean? I'm like, we're both like... <clears throat> I, was, I was totally fine before we drank. I'm sorry, go ahead. How, you got yo, why are you putting me on blast for drinking coffee? What if I don't know, want our listeners to know I drink coffee? Oh, most people drink. No, I'm, I, 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 I don't care. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I'm going to end doing squirrel style. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, no, but but so what I z- let the fire burn reminded me of Zabriskie Point. Hmm. It's interesting. Well, okay. Zabriskie Point is is about like activism to yeah. a certain there's extent. An, ex- uh, an explosion. Yeah. There's also Zabriskie that. Zabriskie Point. Um, <clears throat> oh, you know what's funny is I. I think we should end with Avengers Endgame. Yeah. <clears throat> Spoilers. Yeah, because the spoiler ban has has been lifted, apparently. Nobody tells me shit. If I want to spoil Endgame for people, I'm going to spoil it, but whatever. Right. So, yeah. So what they did was they they figured out how to tie up some loose ends and get rid of contractual obligations. So, you know, they figured out how to... use 40 minutes of pre-existing footage from, uh, from past movies. So my friend Joshua Benjamin... Who made a really good point of what the movie was like? He's like an hour saying hello, an hour fighting, and an hour saying goodbye. Hmm. And then there's a, a proud boy emo Hawkeye. Yeah. Killing Mexicans. No, he wasn't. Yes, no, <coughs> they killing said, Japanese. No, no, folks. no. There's a scene of him killing Japanese, but then they were like, they're like, hey, they just found these cartel members. Oh, you're right. Which yeah. is funny. Someone, the, my he, favorite he tweet was, about he that was doing a peppermint, right? And my favorite tweet about that was like, "So Hawkeye couldn't have gone to a clan rally or anything." <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And they were just oh, like, "Yeah, you're right." He, oh yeah, because that's how they tracked him down. Yeah, the the Mexican cartel, and then yeah, he he right, was just right, like right, killing right. non-white people. Yeah. So basically, y'all saw Endgame. No, y'all saw Infinity War. So Thanos snaps his, his fingers, and then everyone goes to find Thanos. He destroys the stones. Thor chops off Thanos' head, and then they go well, five years like, later. 
fucking like shitty clothes. He's just like look like he just woke up. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. He's in like cut off shorts and like a shirt with like a ripped collar, and he's like making cilantro water. Yeah, <laughs> and they just show up. And then, and then, what I did like was that they just went five years later. I I like the five years later thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they try to figure out what to do. Yeah. But once you start doing the time, exactly. Once you start doing that time traveling stuff, it's like, oh boy. Yeah, and it's just like they were trying to meet their needs and figuring out how to not lose their characters. Like they use time travel to explain. How Gamora is going to continue in the storyline, and they use time travel to have Loki have a television show, and um, they decided to to undo all the greatness of Thor Ragnarok by just making him the Lebowski. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm not like so many people have have shat on this movie that like I don't really feel like I need to shit on the movie. I just think, no, no, I just think it's no. just like it was just too much. I, that that that's the theme of this podcast. It's just like too much. You're just doing the most. Yeah, yeah. Every movie we've talked talked about pretty much is kind of that. <gasps> oh, excuse me. You know, a uh, friend of the show, Devin, was like, "Is there any more <laughs> iconic moment than when <laughs> all the people show up?" Yeah. And and in my head, I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to... I get it. Like, I, I'm not going to front. Like, I'm not one of these, like, contrarians for the sake of it. When they all lined up, I was like, oh, that's really cool. They got them all... I mean, I guess I was expecting that. Yeah. <clears throat> but the movie was so damn long, I forgot that there was probably... At, at Like, you know, two hours and 20-something minutes in, it was just like... What's happening? And then like, oh yeah, I guess there's probably going to be a scene where they all get together and show up and, and fight together and stuff. And so. it was also like, alright, so Captain Marvel's hella strong. And, you know... Yo, Captain Marvel was in that movie was Bruce Willis in, in Marauders. <laughs> she really was. She's just like, oh, I'm here, I'm here. And then what's his face? Okoye was like, she's in two scenes, but she's like all in the poster and in the yeah. trailer and shit. But it's like, she's in two scenes. But anyway, yeah, they made yeah. it seem like she was a co-star of the movie. Yeah, and she was not. Neither really was Cap- Captain Marvel was not either. No. She's booked. She's absolutely bookended. Yeah. And, like, most of it is about Scarlett Johansson eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. And then eating some dirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I think it's just... I just think... It's not going to happen, but Marvel should just take a couple years off. No, seriously, they should do what they know. Go to the farm, regroup, but the schedule is all... It, it's all, it, it ain't yeah. happening. We got the new Spider-Man coming out, and then we're going to have a new Black Panther, and then we're going to have... It's just, it's, you know... Although I'm curious... I, I, I don't read too much on the Marvel stuff, but it's like, so is Thor a Guardian of the Galaxy? Yeah. So, like, are the new Guardians of the Galaxy movies going to be with Chris Hemsworth? Like, with yeah, Thor? I think so. That's 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 cool. great because and they got and and I think because <clears throat> I think his story is a solo story is pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, Captain America is now eighty. Yeah. And I I 
so Falcon is a Captain America now. Right. And they're making a TV show of him and um, Winter Soldier. Bucky. Who's definitely not jealous that he didn't get the shield. Well, in the comic books, both of them were Captain America for a right. short amount of time. Sure. Um, so that makes sense. And did you see Captain Marvel? No, I still haven't seen it. Well, so in the comic books, there's for a little while, there's, there's a... There's a a black female Iron Man, mm. and I think they sort of set that up with Captain Marvel. Should they choose to do that, but there was a lot of backlash because you know how many comic fans can be when you have characters that are you know I don't want a gay Batman. Yeah, but so I think there's a setup, um, and it's gonna be fine. And you no, know, exactly. You did. You definitely nailed. It's gonna be fine. Everybody, relax. it's gonna be fine. I really did like, um, as some people were saying, uh, Zaddy Hulk. <laughs> but see now the look. I'm also a little annoyed. He like, as the Hulk, he didn't really do much. Yeah, he just was like a less good. Tony Stark. Yeah, just like eating pancakes. But like fighting-wise, he didn't get his comeback on Thanos. Like, not, it, it, you know. Eh. But, but it was like a really cool callback to the 90s when in the 90s in the comic books, Hulk, there was a time where Hulk was the combo of the two characters. Mm. And that's okay. what they did. And I like oh. that. Okay. Right. And, and also I just like calling him Zaddy Hulk. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. But. Does the word Zaddy make you yes. uncomfortable? Yes, it does. But you love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but not in the weird, hipstery, ironic way that he himself is actually playing into. He Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum <clears throat> low key becoming a parody of himself to some degree. Although I can't wait to see the mountain. Goddamn! If there's a movie that I've been waiting like two years to see, and well, technically I'm friendly. four years if it's just like. I, as soon as I saw entertainment, what the fuck are you going to do next? Because I think you're you're great. But I'm sorry, go ahead. You were saying? I'm friendly with the co-writer of The Mountain. Yeah. And he may be on the show. That would be later. awesome. That would be awesome. You know, we should, we're almost at episode 100. We, should we are. Do, we should do something for that. We should. I got some ideas. Okay, let's talk about it after. Yeah. Um, um, anything to say before we finish? Yeah, I... I <sighs> I don't want to keep going on about Avengers, but there were just certain things. Again, when you play with the whole time travel thing, it's just like, eh. And then, and then I sometimes... I love you 3,000, Marcus. Thank you. And then I sometimes think people get too caught up in like... Some of people don't have any power. Like, you know, like... I kind of... See, I feel like such a Debbie Downer, but it's just like... Okay, Captain America, you gave your shield to just like some guy who, without his wings, like he's just some dude... Right, like, you know what I'm like, 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 like Hawkeye has no powers. No, I know. Why he, would you go fight Thanos? Yeah. There's some characters like, why would you do that? Before even Thanos, why would you send the two regular-ass people to go to the Mystic Red Skull to get the Soul yeah, Stone? Why, why did you give the powerless people to get the Soul Stone? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that was... But it's still fine. I, okay, I, I will say, too, when I went to go see uh, Endgame, I was sitting next to a row of, like, 10-year-olds, and I felt bad at one point because I don't care. I mean, 
I love you, 3000, Marcus. Thank you. If you want to keep talking during, like, like important movies, yeah. But Avengers movies are so loud and fun, and I, I don't care. But they just kept making noises, and just as a natural, like, you look to see what the noise is. And the one kid sitting directly to my left <laughs> kept looking at me. Any time I looked, he looked up at me really panicked and looked at his friends like, Guys, be quiet! And then, and, but it happened like 10 times because they just kept, you know, they were 10 year olds excited to see a Marvel movie and they would just make a loud noise and just your sensory is like, wait, what's happening? And this kid directly next to me thought I was going to murder them throughout any time they made a noise. He kept looking up at me real quick and then looking at them like, guys, please be quiet. Made me feel bad. <laughs> You're a monster. I had enough. So yesterday I was dealing with a certain coworker and I got really frustrated and I hung up the phone and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. In my department. And then for the rest of the day, the whole room was quiet and I felt really bad. Because it's like all women in my department. They're all like small, tiny women. And I'm this like big guy. Jesus fucking Christ. That was, a, that, was a mic- that was a microaggression. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say some insulting things. But I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, Endgame, there was what it was. And then... What's so funny is too this whole having like comic book movie fatigue. And Iron I was Man, going back. Iron over, Man is dead. Haha! <laughs> I was going back over my oh, head. When is Joker uh, coming out? I don't know. I don't is that know. even coming out this year? Yes. No. 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 Are there any more DC movies ever coming out? I'm confused as to how that. Oh, speaking of, Robert Pattinson is officially Batman. He's the new Batman, as of today. So we'll see how that, how that goes. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, what, that was a, that what was an interesting. That, what thing did that or? other guy do? What the director of Batman. Which bat? What, what are we talking? The new about? Batman movie that Robert Pattinson is starring in. Oh, I didn't even look that far. I, Matt I Reeve. Know. I don't know. Oh, that's familiar. Oh, I guess I should look that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. But one thing, film Twitter got a little exposed because like, what the Twilight guy is Batman? It's like, wait a minute, have you not been paying attention to what he's been doing the last few? He's been doing some cool, interesting stuff. From Cosmopolis to High Life, like for the last seven or eight years, he's been doing some interesting things. So, but yeah, Matt 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 Reeves. Um, yeah, not, the more we talk, I'm, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna see a couple of movies tomorrow. Actually, I think I might do a double feature. I think I might do Ma uh, and something else. Yeah. So, director, the Paul Bearer. Uh, oh. Cloverfield, Let Me In, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes, oh. and The Batman. Oh, this is gonna oh, this is gonna be like a this is gonna be a big movie. Yeah, I think so. Oh, with all those movies you just said, okay, wow. But I'm you know good for Robert Pattinson. Sure. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Look, Marcus, I love you three thousand. Thank you. Wow, thank you? Can you say I love you back? Just thank you? I love you. Yeah, mm. you fucking onion head bass yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. Let's go, fucker. Huh? Stupid motherfuckers. Let's rhyme, like Brown Teach Bell. Teach how to rhyme. Yeah, felonious monk. Mm. Let's go. Yo, and hey, yo, bitch hard.
army, the Swiss army knife in my hand. Know this shit corny, but it can end the life of your fam. Niggas know Sean nice with the hands. Watch me punch up your face, dig in your pockets, leave you right where you stand. Got a dumb bitch that live in Japan. Black belt, suck dick, chop bricks with a hand. Arigato, Sean Price slick like El Gato. Three piece suit in the booth, ain't shit cute. Might smack off half your smile. Go to court with a suit, smack the other half after trial. Plead the fifth, y'all niggas better plead the eighth. Don't leave your face fucked up, now your niece is rape. I'm bugging. Pills, mushrooms, and dust. Got that nigga Sean P in the mood to bust. Sean P, the motherfucking all time great. New York, the NC nigga, the all round state. Run. Coast to coast, he traveled the land. Left footprints and grains of sand. It's Sean P. Soldier Force, the Magnum Deliver. In his presence, phony rappers a shiver. It's Sean P. Motherfuckers ain't as nice as me And if they is, they would've been Sean That's fucked up for you, you should've been on Grabbing the gin Drunk rappers need to grab up a pen Write some ill shit, nigga, and let the madness begin Rhyming for dough, no money, par. Rhyming for dough, no partners, just me Highlighting the show Niggas said I lost my image when I cut off my dreads But I'm the nicest nigga out, Duke Fuck what you said, let it be known Gold ring embedded with stone So when I punch you in the head, this shit'll dent up your dome Niggas running up Asking about rock, I send your ass to heaven. Motherfucker, ask God about Pac. Ask about big. Motherfucker, ask about pun. Gangster rappers can't fight, so they rap about guns. One. Stacked up and blooded, it's your peace.